And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, John Bon Jovial, the legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, by the way, John, don't talk when John Bon Jovial is talking, please. Also, welcome to our listeners around the world and our listeners in Rochester, New York, where we're heard on FM 106.3 WRFZ-FM. And uh, we say hats off and salute to all our listeners in Rochester, as well as those of you around the world, because... uh, well, some great people up there in the state of New York, and we are just uh, we're just all proud and happy that they carry our show each week. And we've been uh, we've had a couple of artists from Rochester on. I think we may have to do an all Rochester show here in the not too far distant future because uh, they got some uh, they got some good talent coming out of that city. We'll have to check that out. Who knows? We may do. Uh, we may do an all San Antonio show or all Corpus Christi. We've got a bunch of acts down there too, uh, headlined by our uh, our friend Lady Lake's own David Martinez. So, hey, who knows what kind of surprises we're coming up? I know we've got a couple for you today, and uh, this should be kind of interesting because today's show will tie into next week's show. But for the moment, right now, let's check in with the legend himself and see how things are going down in uh, down in swampy Florida. Well, the swamp is here. Uh, the weather actually hasn't been too bad. It's been a little on the warm side, but the humidity is down. And this is actually just a fine time of year to uh, be in southwest Florida, especially in light of the fact that earlier this week, uh, I think that uh, your home turf got one heck of a snowstorm up there in upstate New York. Uh, you know, for the spring, here it is April, and it's snowing. And, you know, sure as heck you know. You know, David, that when the crocus show up, it's going to snow again. Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's getting to be habitual. This was a heck of a year up there. Now, like the last, <laughs> the last one that, uh, by the way, snowed out the Yankees' home owner, opener. Uh, that did not get up into the upstate section where I live. Didn't get that far up, but they did have three nor'easters in two weeks, which is. Virtually unheard of. That's unheard of. of. That That is unheard of. And my home turf, which is Boston, uh, got the brunt of a couple of those. And uh, I spoke with some friends that I still stay in contact with up there. And they were just weary from the vast amounts of snow that they had to dig out from and the fact that uh, business had just come to a standstill and their own personal economies were suffering because of the fact that they couldn't work and nobody could get to their place of business because the town was just snowed in. So, uh, you know, I, I do miss the seasons sometimes, but uh, and I may complain about the constant heat here in Florida, but you know what? I'll take this any day over, you know, two or three feet of snow, I, hands down. I hear you. I spent, uh, uh, as you know, two, three years back in New York uh, earlier this century, uh, back around, uh, what was it, 2009, 2010. Uh, of course, I, I had my uh, 
you know, I, ha- I had him recondition my heart while I was back there. And uh, I remember being, <laughs> yeah, been, I remember being out there uh, clearing the snow off my car in uh, some of that weather when it was snowing like crazy and my fingers turned blue. Now I did in fact have gloves on. It wasn't like I was out there bare fingered, but when I got back in the house, took my gloves off, the tips of my fingers were starting to turn blue. And I said, you know what? That's famous old line of mine. You know what? I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone that broke their back shoveling sunshine. So I, I, uh, an ice scraper. Yes. Okay. He's the guy in Florida is sitting <laughs> yeah, so there with an ice, ice scraper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can, uh, you know, it's I can relate what you that. can do with these plastic forks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh boy. We sure do. We don't get much accomplished here, but we sure do have some fun, but I'll tell you, I do miss, I do miss my home side and my old friends from back up there. And I get back there every chance I can, but uh, I don't oh, yeah, really miss, desire to spend the winter there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I miss just the don't. Boston area. I don't want to live there anymore, but I do no. miss it. And it's nice to go back on occasion and catch up with the you know the old neighborhood and that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I really agree with you on part of that. Uh, I have no desire to live in Boston mm-hmm. anymore or any less. <laughs> 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 hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is... Besides the show where we sit and talk inanities for uh, inane periods of time, uh, it's also the show that is always an award show because there are so many award shows that John and I, when we sat around with nothing better to do but think of creating a show to disturb you, uh, we decided to make every show an award show. And uh, it's really a very simple premise. If somebody does something good or dumb, relating to music in some way, they deserve an award for it. Simple and easy as that. No nominating committees, no voting panels, uh, no people jamming phone lines or, you know, the Internet with uh, trying to outvote everybody else to get their uh, favorites elected. It's a plain and simple thing. If somebody does something good or stupid and you think they deserve an award, drop us a line at david at thedavidbowers.com and put awards in the subject line. And we'll consider it uh, for an award right here on the show. And uh, we have one coming up here in just a matter of moments. But first, uh, we'd like to say thank you and salute our house band, Titty Bingo, who provide our theme music for us and come back and visit us periodically. And they have a, uh, they have a great collection of good old rock and roll uh, highlighted by their most recent album, which was called simply Rock and Roll and is available right now at their website, which is a fun place to go. Check them out, tittybingo.com, and uh, check out their uh, wild and crazy website, and also check out their music, because uh, they they just flat out rock. These are some, some really great musicians. They've backed up uh, some major artists, including Willie, and we've been trying to get them to uh, kidnap Willie and get him on the show here, but... Uh, Willie is kind of elusive. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, kind of reminds me of that uh, old British pop song from back. What was it in the seventies? Uh, little Willie, Willie won't, and uh, Little Willie won't because we haven't been able to get him to break free and come on the show. But we keep trying, nevertheless. You know, so, of, of uh, all the analogies that you could have made, 
Yeah, right. You had to use that one. <laughs> well, it just sort of came to me in a flash of the moment there. But uh, anyway, check out Titty Bingo. You won't be sorry. They do some fun rock and roll. And we also want to shout out to some other friends. So keep your uh, keep your notepads handy because you might want to write these down. Uh, some of them are re- really the type of people that you'd like to know, especially if you're in upstate New York. You might want to know Mary Perry. Mary Perry of the Rochester area is actually, I heard a rumor somewhere, and I haven't been able to check this out and verify it, but I heard a rumor that she's originally from my area, the Utica, Rome area, but uh, she's up in the Rochester, New York area now, and uh, she is a uh, Social Security Disability Representative, so if you're in that area and you need to uh, look into uh, a disability claim, she would be a person to talk to. She is an accredited disability representative in that area, Mary Perry, and the reason we salute her is because she is a staunch supporter of our show, and she uh, helps underwrite the expense of carrying the David Bowers Awards on our flagship station, WRFZ FM 106.3 there in Rochester. So uh, if you're in the area and you happen to run into Mary Perry, be sure and say hello to her and uh, remember her for us because she's good people. And the fact that she likes our show, it makes her an even better person. So there you have it. Mary Perry, we love you. Thanks for your support. Also, awards. You said awards. Of course we have awards. And we have a uh, we have a unique one today, which is uh, unique uh, not only in its nature, but in the fact that it ties into next week's show. And uh, I'll explain that as we go along. Uh, as you know, getting a good education is a very important thing. All you have to do is look at John Bon Jovial and me, and you know you need a good education. You don't want to wind up like us. <laughs> Not like and, us. Uh, no, you know you should strive for you know good grades and even perfect attendance if possible. On the other hand, if you have the opportunity to skip class, you want to have a good reason for doing it. I mean, you research this stuff, and you've got to know what you're going to do. And being the opening act for Bon Jovi might qualify as a good reason to miss uh, a day of school. Well, that was... Uh, that was actually what happened facing members of a band from Texas who called themselves the Contagious out of Montgomery, Texas. They were actually asked to open for Bon Jovi at the Dallas stop on his current tour. And, uh, you know, that's one of those things that it's kind of a milestone. It's kind of a big deal. And, uh, I know I would let my kids skip school for that if they were abandoned asked to uh, take the day off to go play for Bon Jovi. Uh, hey, I'd drive them to Dallas for it. But uh, Contagious members, the band is The Contagious, members Mac Johnson, Kaiden Diebold, and Jake Douglas are all sophomores in high school in Montgomery. And they're quite a ways removed from your average high school band. They've received lots of good press and obviously must have something going for them because they were picked to open for Bon Bon Jovi. And uh, I guess it wasn't really unexpected or or strange in that the faculty at the high school were aware the show was uh, coming up and that it was a big step in their career. So uh, it wasn't quite a major surprise when uh, Bon Jovi frontman John Bon Jovi himself did them a solid. 
he wrote the note excusing them from school that day to go play the show in Dallas. And if you go to their uh, Facebook page, they have a copy of the note on there signed by John Bon Jovi himself uh, with a little penciled in note. You know, he's, he makes the request to have them uh, excused from school and because uh, they're going to be in the, I forget the exact wording, but something to the effect that they're going to be in Dallas uh, opening for him on the show. And one of the guys from the band has penciled in with a magic marker and kicking butt, which I think was rather appropriate, but it's really quite a cool story. John Bon Jovi himself, uh, they not only selected these kids to open for him in Dallas, but John Bon Jovi himself wrote the note to their school excusing them from class that day. And uh, the uh, note shared that uh, they were busy being his opening act and kicking butt while absent. Now, I guess that might have been penciled in by uh, John Bon Jovi himself. I'm not sure about that detail, but uh, it's got to be, uh, that, that's, that's something that will always be a, uh, a memory for those kids. Three sophomores from high oh, school. They're going to love it. Yeah, and he's the one that's really the legendary one. Yeah, he is. Uh, he I'm, I'm is just along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> really, he is a uh, he's a legendary guy. He's done a lot of good for a lot of people, not the least of which was letting you borrow his name or most of it anyway. And <laughs> we salute John Bon Jovi and uh, also the uh, guys from the Texas band The Contagious who are going to be with us. I told you this tied in with next week's show. The Contagious will be joining us on next week's show, and they'll tell you the story themselves, and you'll get to hear about uh, you know, how it felt to them to uh, not only be asked to open, but to have John Bon Jovi write the uh, excuse note for their having missed class. And with that being said, I think it's only appropriate that uh, that we, in addition to issuing our first The David Bowers Award of the Week to John Bon Jovi for being such a great guy and a supporter of future artists like that. I think it's only uh, only appropriate that we give you a sample of what you're going to be hearing next week because we have, uh, I think we have it all queued up there, we have a sample track by the group The Contagious. So if you give a listen right now, here is the group from... Montgomery, Texas, who just opened up for Bon Jovi by skipping school. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Contagious.
Hi, this is John Bon Jovial, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards. If you keep listening, we guarantee you that you'll lose 30 points off your IQ, but you'll feel better for it. Now, I bet if I played that for you and told you that these guys, without all the story we already gave you, if I just said, hey, these are three teenagers from uh, Texas, they're sophomores in high school, you never would have expected that professional of a sound. Uh, good sound. They've got kind of a... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a cross, a little get, a little garage band, a little punk rock, and uh, very well done, don't you think, John? Oh, I like the way that they use their. It's a, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they 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 sound good. It's a cross between like garage band sound and and maybe something uh, a little punkish like the Clash. I, it, it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm very much looking forward to talking to them next week. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Our next it guest be a is lot coming fun, up right yeah. now is coming to us from the UK. We have a, another UK. We're, we're going to have to open an office in London or something because we've had uh, several good artists from the UK, and Daniel Trigger is no exception to that. He's an experienced hard rock artist from Midlands, UK, and I'm sure we can get him to tell us where that is because I'm not familiar with that area at all. But uh, you would almost... You would almost assume it was in the middle of the UK somewhere, but who knows? Uh, but he writes his own music and combines what they call crushing downturned guitar riffs. You're going to love this one, John, with melodic anthemic clauses, uh, choruses. And I love anthemic choruses. So we're looking forward to it. And we're going to listen to a track right now. Then we'll get to talk to Mr. Daniel Trigger. Here is Rock and Roll Party. Oh 
and roll it here tonight, today, or whatever time of day it is when you're listening to this with a guy named Daniel Trigger, and we're going to talk to the man right now, so come on in here, Daniel Trigger, and say hello. Hi, good evening, are you okay? Hey, we're doing fine, how are you doing over there? Fantastically well, thank you, and thank you very much for inviting me on the show this evening as well, thank you very much indeed. Uh and our pleasure to have you here joining with us and uh, <laughs> getting to know your uh, your hopefully your new american listeners uh, is this the uh, first time you've uh, played to directly to an american audience uh, truthfully i have um, i've been uh, i've had the privilege of being interviewed by a couple of um, american dj's before but uh, it, it's always a pleasure to uh, to address the, the American people because that's where my main influence comes from is the uh, is the rock music from America because um, I grew up in like the in, in like the 1980s so bands such as uh, Bon Jovi and uh, and Skid Row and uh, and all, all all that kind of genre of bands that's exactly what uh, influenced me to start playing music in the first place so um, it's always a, a great honour to, uh, to 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 talk to the people who uh, originated that sound really. Well, it's uh, it's great to have you here with us, and uh, you've got a great sound. And I think from uh, what you were just saying, you probably caught the uh, caught the bit we were talking about before you came on about the uh, uh, three high school kids out of uh, Texas that get to open for Bon Jovi. Absolutely, I, I did. I heard a, p a portion of their song, and it sounded superb. So all the very best to those guys. But uh, I am also just a little bit jealous as well. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, we'll do our very best. We all are. We can, we'll do our very best to see if we can't get you a uh, an opening gig, also. But yeah, we do salute those uh, those great kids, and they'll be joining us next week. But uh, we have you here Fantastic. with us now, and we're glad for that. That's uh, one heck of a rocking song. I can see where you uh, now. 
not only are influenced by, but uh, can reach out to an American audience with your music because you've got a uh, you've got a good sound to do just that. Now, first off, tell us where Midlands UK is. Midlands UK is, um, as the name would kind of suggest, it's right in the centre of England. So if if you imagine where London is, that's kind of towards the east of our country. If you drive for about two hours towards the west, you arrive in the middle of England. And um, our second biggest city is called Birmingham. And if you drive half... A half an hour south of Birmingham, you get to a tiny little, tiny little town that's not on all of the maps yet because it's that small. And that's, that town's called Bromsgrove, and that's where I'm calling from now. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, hey, listen, I was right for once. I said Midlands, UK, you would think was somewhere near the central part, so I wasn't it too is, far yes. off. I'll give myself a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did yeah. you get <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I think I think your um, your UK geography is probably better than my my American geography. So so well done. <laughs> well, I would like to take the credit for that. Thank you very much. But it was just a guess. Uh, but um, we go we go with our uh, we go with our gut instinct sometimes. Now you mentioned you grew up in the '80s listening to American music. What influenced you really to get into music, specifically rock music? Well. Um, I didn't grow up in a household where rock music was a feature. I, say, I love my mum and dad dearly, but they're not rockers per se. I mean, my mum listened to Elvis in the early days, and my dad likes John Denver. So, so rock music didn't really happen in my household. But then um, I, I, uh, I hooked up with some older boys from school, and we went out in their car. And I was crushed into the back seat of their car and then and then blaring out of these tiny speakers about an inch from my ears came Bon Jovi's New Jersey album and and it was ear splitting and I thought, What is this sound? I've got to I've got to you know, I've got to make music that sounds like this for the rest of my life. So um it it, it was kind of that really. So um you know, you know Bon Jovi is one of my favourite bands, you know, Skid Row also, Guns N' Roses are also excellent. Alice Cooper, a huge influence. But um, I, I really do uh, feel that, that, that American rock um, is the ultimate kind of music that, that you can get, you know, especially those big stadium bands that were at their peak back in the 80s. That, that's really where, uh, really where my heart lies most of all, I would say. Well, it definitely shows through. I, I know myself, I was able to pick up on the, uh, on the Bon Jovi influence. I, I would say, yeah. not knowing you, and this only being the first time that uh, I've really listened to your music, I mean, I did hear your new release, which I got here, I don't know, uh, yeah. a week or two ago. We'll be playing in a little bit. But I did Fantastic. catch the anthemic, uh, the anthemic feel of your music, and I can see yeah. the Bon Jovi influence in there. So, uh, so without yeah. further ado, let's tie, let's uh, let's turn this over to our tie-in to John Bon Jovi, our uh, co-host and uh, and a partner in crime here, John Bon Jovial. You have something to toss in. Yes, I'm a legend in my own mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Daniel. Uh, I, you know, I just I want to I want to touch a little bit on Rock and Roll Party. I, I'm I'm yeah. thoroughly enjoyed listening to that, and uh, you know this this is the second time that I've heard the tune, and yeah. I'm you know I'm I whenever I examine uh, any artist's music that I've never heard before, and I will include you in that. Uh, I, I try to um, think to myself, all right, what, you know, who is influencing whom here? And yeah. so 
I, I'm, you know, the 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 Bon Jovi thing is yes, that that you know that that was uh, a little on the apparent side of life to me. But I'm also hearing, and now this is going to sound like a very strange blending. You're a very I'm, strange I'm man. Some, yes, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing some uh, so, some um, uh, I don't know influences from Elton John, Benny and the Jets, and I'm also hearing some influence. Out of uh, from a band like Grand Funk, uh, we're an American band. In addition yeah. to the Bon Jovi influence, and and, and, and am, am I just way out there and being absurd, or uh, am I close? No, not not absurd at all. I say Elton John is certainly an artist I've got the utmost respect for, um, uh, but particularly the, the kind of piano rock and roll. Um, thing that he's got going on there is he, certainly you know, you know, also very close to my heart as well. So, so you, you would certainly be right as I say. Um, aside from my my eighties rock influences, also bands from you know that, that originated in in the seventies as well. Um, also, you know, top of my head, Queen is a, is a big influence of mine, and obviously Freddie Mercury was a very talented pianist as well. So, um, yeah, old school rock and roll, uh, you know, going back. To, to the 70s as well as the 80s um you would absolutely be exactly right that that that's my staple diet every day in terms of music certainly yeah yeah because i'm you know i'm I'm listening to this and 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 i'm just i don't know i surprised myself with thinking well okay you've got bon jovi then you got a little bit of elton john then you got some grand funk railroad in there and i'm thinking to myself what a weird assemblage <laughs> of influences however it works, and I guess exactly. that's the bottom line. It yeah, works. Well, yeah. you, did a, you, you did a nice job on that. You really did. It's, it's well, like thank, a thank uh, much. Yeah. It, it's like a good dish. A chef, a chef makes a good dish. Uh, he may make an original dish, and it's a combination of ingredients that is not so much the main ingredient or the secondary ingredient as it is the uh, the summation of all the ingredients combined to create this new dish. And this is what I'm getting with, uh, with your music, Daniel, you've got a, yeah. an amalgam of these, the, the influences and feelings and, uh, and drives that you've gotten from all this music that uh, is very obviously influencing uh, what's coming out. And uh, it's great. You're Fantastic. doing an excellent job. We really, we really enjoy, uh, we enjoy listening to it and, as I said, your new Fantastic. release is the one that I heard first, so uh, we're yeah. really looking forward to sharing that with the people, and we're going to do that Fantastic. in just a couple of moments. But before we do, I have a couple of quick questions for you. One I've sure. got to ask you, okay? When I yeah. first saw your name, I, I had envisioned uh, a gentleman whom I followed <laughs> in the movies years and years ago, and... Uh, I actually got to meet the gentleman one time and had a really, really nice discussion with him. Uh, great man, but somehow I couldn't figure you having any connection to Roy Rogers, the cowboy. Where did you get your <laughs> last name from, my friend? No, I'm afraid I'm not connected to Roy Rogers, no. Um, well, I, what, what I can say is um, trigger my surname is actually my real name. It's, it's not something I invented just to sound cool and sort of rock and roll. It, it was actually the name I was born with. So I can legitimately claim I was actually born to rock, you know, because it, it's there in my name, you know, since birth, really. So uh, and, and it, it served me well because people do remember it. So uh, I, I really have no complaints on that score. <laughs> oh, that is, I'm glad I asked because that is quite a story. The fact that that is, in fact, your real name and it's listening to name. your music, you've 
definitely learned how to pull the trigger on some good <laughs> rock and roll. So uh, I salute Fantastic. you, Daniel. Before we let Fantastic. you go, before we let you go, tell us real quick, if you would, please, how do the people find you online? Okay, uh, it'll be best if you visit my, my band camp, which is www.danieltrigger.bandcamp.com. And if you want to, and another address, then go to Reverb Nation, which is www.reverbnation.com slash Daniel Trigger, and that will get you to all the music that you could want from me. Fantastic. Now, one last question, and then we'll let you go, because I know it's uh, probably pushing your sleep time over there. Uh, tell us a little bit about this next song we're going to hear. This is your newest release, and I understand that it has a, uh, it has a story in itself in that uh, the proceeds are going to a charity fund. That's right. Yes. In fact, all of the all of the money raised from downloads my music through Bandcamp are being donated to charity. Um, I've got a day job that pays the mortgage, so so when I make music, I consider that to be, be like a privilege, and all, all the money from that is, is going to go to charity. And the charity that I'm supporting presently is called Mind, and it's a, a UK organisation that supports those with um, that struggle with with, with uh, mental health difficulties. Um, it, it, it's it's a it's a cause that's close to my heart. I've, I, I know people that are affected by by mental illness and. It's just something that I wanted to raise a few pennies for in, in my own small way. So uh, if, you, if you like the song and you, and you go to my, my, my band camp, then uh, all the money is going straight to charities. I, ho- I hope you enjoy. No, fantastic. And again, thank you so much for coming in, joining us, sharing your music and your story with us. We'll look forward to talking with you again in the very near future. Keep in touch with us, please, ladies and gentlemen. That's Daniel Trigger. This is his latest release. It's called Penitence. Thank you.
go no matter how far I'll always be yours forever you'll hold a place in my heart I think you're going to be hearing a lot more of that gentleman, especially since he does get over, uh, get his music over here in the States. Uh, for those of you around the rest of the world, look him up. Trigger like the gun, Daniel Trigger. And right now, we're going to pull the trigger and move right on on the David Bowers Awards because our next guest, well, she's been away a little too long and uh, she's changed not only her appearance, but she's also uh, reached out and stretched her. Uh, her musical prowess, uh, her new track, was going to blow you away. But we're going to play her current hit right now, and then uh, we're going to talk to her, and she's going to introduce her new single, which, by the way, will be released to the world right after this show ends. So uh, we are, in fact, breaking this record, and uh, the minute this show ends... The record will be available to you, the listening audience out there around the world. So if you would, please listen up, because here she is. This is Michaela, and when I'm with you... Then they break up. 
This is indie recording artist Nikki Chris, and you're listening to The David Bowers. And there you have it. That's when I'm with you, and she is with us right now. So, Michaela, say hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> oh, doing just fine. Great to have you back on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me back. Like you said, it has been way too long. <laughs> It's always a pleasure, too, and I was listening to that song again, which I have several times, many times, and my first thought when I hear that song is always, were you listening to Queen's Night at the Opera when you wrote that? (laughs) You know, it does remind me of Queen. Like The music is just so haunting, Um, and when I wrote the lyrics, I wanted it to be just as haunting. Um, my producer, Terry King, who is my dad, you know, you've had him on the show before. Right. Yeah. He wrote, he's writing the best music I have ever heard in my life right now. And I'm just absolutely blown away. Well, I'll tell you, you are, uh, if he's writing the best music in the world, he has picked the right person uh, to uh, sing this music and uh, perform it. And if you think you were blown away, I can't uh, I can't begin to tell the audience how I was blown away when I heard the transition to your new song which we're going to play here in uh, just a few minutes and I, uh, I I think it's going to blow them away too because uh, it is a how did you manage to make the transition I don't want to give away too much till we play the song but how did you manage to transition to the sound that you have in the new track now this one had a touch of operatic uh, solo in this, uh, as well as, well, it was basically uh, the same type of song as, as Queen's Night at the Opera with the same transitions. But how did you go from that to the sound on your new release? So with this song, When I'm With You, you know, I wanted it to be very poetic. So the lyrics that I wrote, I wanted it to be from personal life. I've never written about personal life before. And when I moved back to Indiana and my life completely changed, you know, I was, I was saying off air, you know, I was meant to come back to Indiana because doors started opening for me. Um, I signed a major management deal and I was back working with my producer, Terry King, with my dad, and we're writing the best music we've ever written. Um, but not only that, in my personal life, you know, my walls were completely up. I was not looking to date and I met someone amazing and he absolutely blew me away and he has been my muse for my new music that I'm writing um so I wrote when I'm with you from personal experience professing my complete undying love for him um and I told you in the past you know when signing with a record label a major label will make you stick to one genre And I never wanted to do that. And for some reason, I found myself getting in that trap, you know, just only producing rock music. And me as an artist, you know, I love all genres of music. So when I came back here, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to doing what I do best, and that's making music. I am going to reinvent myself and create music, putting it out every 30 to 45 days like I used to. Um, And I'm not going to stick to one genre. I'm going to have fun with it. Whatever is in my head at the moment, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to make. And I don't have anybody telling me that. (laughs) You have certainly done a job of that. And I must admit, when I heard when I'm with you, I really had that feeling because at that time I knew 
that uh, you had uh, you had found somebody that you were spending some time with, and I just had that feeling when I first heard it that it was drawn from personal experience uh, that uh, this someone in your life was someone special, and uh, we're really happy for you and for uh, and for the lucky guy too. So you be sure and convey our uh, congratulations to him for uh, winning your heart. It's uh, it's really a great thing, and you're doing uh, you're doing exactly what you said. You reinvented yourself, and it's uh, it's it shows when they uh, when the audience hears your new track, uh, they'll know it completely. Now you're you're back in Indiana, and oh okay, uh, John Bon Jovial is waving frantically at me, so I think that means he either has something to say or he's out going out to lunch. What what is it, John? Frantically, <laughs> fr- well I've been out I've been out to lunch for years, but that has not stopped me. Uh, Michaela, first of all, it, it, God, it's so wonderful to have you back on the show again. It, it really is. It, 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 David's right. It's been way too long. Uh, but when I'm with you, uh, I just, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I try to screen the music before the show starts, but this one I did not get a chance to listen to. And I am just so incredibly impressed with what you have done here. Uh, that is such a beautiful, beautiful song. And, I, you know, usually I, I, I will make a comparison to, you know, this band, that band, or the other band. Uh, as far as Queen is concerned, Night at the Opera, no. No, I mean, it, it, they may do something similar, but I think that this is worlds above that. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that just to be nice. I'm saying it because I really mean it. Thank you so much. That means so mm-hmm. much to me. You have no idea. I feel like a, we both, my producer, Terry King, I feel like we both poured our heart and soul into this. I mean, it's as if it was just, I don't know. I, I can't even explain it. It's otherworldly. You know? It shows. Like, yeah. It, it, it shows, and, and the, the, you know, the, 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 the events that have caused you to come to a point in your life where you're in Indiana and you've met somebody which is wonderful, and that caused you to come up with this song, uh, it's like, you know, wow, you know, it's like uh, things really do happen for a reason, don't they? Yeah. When true Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And in my own defense, if I may, I, I wasn't comparing the song, uh, your song, When I'm With You, to a Night at the Opera in sound. It was more in, in the... Uh, in the basics of it, the operatic influences and the tran- the transition from opera to uh, pop rock, uh, so it was more the uh, the function of the song rather than the sound. Obviously, you don't sound anything like Freddie Mercury, okay? <laughs> but let there be no confusion. Sounds- yes. If somebody compared me to Queen. I would be more than flattered. <laughs> well, I'll tell you that was uh, that was my uh, that was my intent with my comparison was comparing that song to what Queen had done with Night at the Opera. Obviously, they don't sound anything alike. But uh, as John alluded, you, you you and your father have done a fantastic job of making an operatic rock song that is in fact a love song and uh, it's a it's a beautiful thing it really is now before we get to it you've already touched on it 
And we're going to play it in just a couple of minutes, uh, your new track. We're going to have you talk about that a little bit. But while we still have a few moments extra here, tell everybody where they can find you online so that they can get to, get to hear your music, get to know you, get in contact with you, or whatever. So you can find me at MichaelaKingInc.com. All of my music and social media sites are there. Um, find me on Facebook. I love to talk to people. So feel free to add me, uh, Facebook.com slash RockinMichaela13. Um, I'm also on Twitter at RockinMichaela13. I'm on Instagram, RockinMichaela. Um, again, you can find all of those links at MichaelaKingInc.com. Um, I'm also... I'm under new management now with a major management company, Rubino Artists Entertainment. Uh, my new manager, Tony Rubino, has been in the uh, business for like 45 years, and he's toured with people like Kid Rock, Uncle Cracker, um, several country and jazz artists. But you can find me on his website as well, RubinoArtistsEntertainment.com. If you're interested in booking, anybody out there listening would like to get in touch with my manager. Very good. Now, tell us about this exciting and different new Michaela music that we're going to be hearing in a couple of minutes. I am so excited to release this track. This is so much fun, and you can tell in the song that I had a lot of fun with it. Again, my muse was my boyfriend, Brian. Um, the song, the, un the censored version, I should say, that we're going to put on your show is Hot Sam. Um, and it's kind of like a Bruno Mars meets Katy Perry, I would describe it. Um, it's very funky and pop. Um, yeah, just a lot of fun. Definitely a dance track. We congratulate you on uh, reimagining yourself very successfully and creating something that I personally think is one hot damn song. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> thank you not again, Michaela. Always thank you. <laughs> Michaela, it's always a pleasure to have you come and join us. Don't stay away so long. Start putting out more music and coming back and seeing us more often. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Great. And be sure. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for coming, spending time with us. Uh, be sure and give our best to Ryan for us and also to your father, Love you. Come back and see us Absolutely. again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michaela. This is her new release, which will be released to the world in about, uh, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. It's called Hot Damn.
There you have it. That's Michaela. What'd you think of that one, John Bon Jovial? That was, wow, hot damn. That was good. Yeah. A total change of pace for her. Now, Michaela, for any of you who haven't heard her in the past when she's been on the show or you're not familiar with her music, Michaela has been a rocker from the word go. But this is a a total change of pace. I, I would say it's much more contemporary pop rock uh, with, a, with a touch of... Uh, with a touch of funk involved in it, but it's a, it's a yeah, you can really commercial. You can definitely yeah. dance to that. Absolutely. I think this one is going to be heard. Uh, I think you're going to be hearing a lot of this one, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Michaela. I am the David Bowers, and this is the John Bon Jovial. Take us home. Yes, sir. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spreaker, and Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and a whole bunch of those other silly platforms. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk page and like The David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 5 p.m. I'm sorry, Saturday at 12 noon. We moved, that's right, Saturday at 12 noon Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester, New York. That, of course, is Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Greenwich time, if you happen to be in uh, London at the moment, for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers, Nick the Geek, Hop Along, Sarcassity, and all the other idiots here at The David Bowers Awards, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying thanks a lot for listening, folks, and we will see you next week right here on The David Bowers Award.